Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, everybody. I want to thank our sponsor for this season, SEMrush. SEMrush is an SEO tool that I use for my clients, and I absolutely adore. It not only helps me audit the site to find out what's wrong or what needs to be improved on my client's sites from an SEO standpoint, but it also helps me to keep track of the keywords and key phrases we're going after, where they rank in Google and Bing. They have their own index that they, you can put parallel to Google's index. It is an incredible tool. If you go to our show notes for each episode, there is a link. If you click on it, it just tells them that we sent you. And you can try their tool out for free. I think it's for seven days right now. And it is an incredible tool. It is well worth the money. It's actually not that bad when you think about the, about the quality and the amount of value you're going to get from this tool. So check it out. Go to our show notes. And I um, hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Enigma. This is Seth Goldstein. Hey everyone, welcome to another edition of the Entrepreneur's Enigma podcast. I'm here with the great Corey Haynes of Swipe File fame, of Corey Haynes.co, of this, of that. You know, he literally, the guy is all over the web <laughs> and it's impressive. Like, it's like if it's a new startup, Corey might be behind it or be helping out with it. And it's very cool. And I'm, I'm very happy. I'm, I, I think I was, what, in the top like 300 people in your community at the beginning, something like that. You had just yeah. launched mm -hmm. it. And I was, I'm being like, Expanding, I was probably closer to 100, but I wasn't really sure where. So, yeah, somewhere but, between 100 and 300. It's somewhere in that, in that realm, you know. But, you know, so Corey, tell us about like how did you get started being an entrepreneur? Like, I know you worked for Bear Metrics, you know, you were in house to start off, but like, what made you do the journey? Yeah, so I guess um, there's there's kind of a couple of phases, and I'm I'm in the, the middle of one of the phases, but we'll call uh, phase zero sort of me. Uh, dipping my toes in the water a little bit, which was just, you know, creating websites for friends and family and business owners at my church and things like that, uh, where I was just sort of doing freelance work offhand. It got me a little bit of a, you know, made my first like freelance money or entrepreneur money, however you want to call it, right? But it's just like money that wasn't, um, you know, a time per hour sort of uh, mm -hmm. sort of deal that I was used to. Um, and then we'll call phase one, which was actually launching projects and uh, little mini sites and things like that and, and courses. And so uh, while I was still at Bear Metrics, I launched um, Hey Marketers, which is a job board. It's and great, I did fairly yeah. well, you know, small revenue, but it was actual, you know, hey, I made this thing and now people are paying for it and using it, which is really, really cool. Uh, I'd also mm -hmm. created a couple of courses. Um, I'd created a newsletter. I created a couple of like, you know, curated sites that are like directories for certain resources and whatnot. Um, and so that really allowed me to 
practice that muscle, build that muscle, see what it's like, you know, get a couple of reps in, uh, in, in my set. Uh, and now I'd say I'm in phase two, which is I'm still in what I call entrepreneur purgatory, which is having one foot in consulting I love it. and one foot uh, in my own stuff. So I still about part-time, 15, 20 hours a week. I still do consulting. I'm a marketing lead for uh, Savvy Cal, which is like a calendar. I love Savvy Cal. The only yeah. problem with that is when I, the way Philadelphian says that we said Savvy Cal. Mm, and right. it's, it's, I have to announce that it's not a bovine. Yeah, yeah you, have to, you have to enunciate a lot. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing Savvy Cal part-time and then part-time also working on swipe files and other projects that I have my hands in. Uh, you know, sort of doing the whole entrepreneur thing, but, uh, a lot of it, you know, all, all of it's been bootstrapped, which is the large reason why, you know, haven't been like full-time fully made the leap because, uh, one, there aren't like investors like, Hey, what are you doing? Work on this thing over here or, or that thing over there. Uh, but two, also nice. just the money, right? Yeah, yeah. But there's also like the money you have to self-fund yourself. It's, uh, you know, pick your up, but pick yourself up by your bootstraps and that just takes more time and it takes more flexibility. Uh, it takes a little bit of, you know, wiggling around to figure out who you are and what you're doing and um, what people want, right? That's the big thing about entrepreneurship is just figuring out what people want and that they will pay money for. And so the next phase will look like me, you know, stop uh, consulting, you know, go all in, like basically give myself a job with, with a startup or with a business. Um, but that has not quite happened yet. Yeah. So, but so, so really, I mean, I, I've seen a trend over my interviews is that, a lot of people have, you know, they start start the side hustle. You know, they're, they have a full-time paid gig working for, quote-unquote, the man or the woman. Work, I don't like the term the man, but working for the person. And I find that a big part of it is that side hustle. But then they're like, wait, I can actually make this less of a side hustle, more of a main hustle, which is kind of the thing. And, you know, I like to see that that's what you've done, you know, and then, you know, your community is bl blossoming into something really awesome. So, yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, a lot of it, I think today, too, just with the rise of um, the creator economy, how easy it is to build, you know, tech startups and sort of hack your way around different frameworks and get started with uh, all sorts of boilerplate. Like, it's really easy for people to, to have a side project today. Where maybe it wasn't, you know, five, ten years ago, mm -hmm. especially twenty years ago, when you had to spin up servers and you had to pay expensive services, and there just wasn't all the tools available. But now, you know, if I want to start courses, I just go sign up for Podia. If I want to start a podcast, I just go sign up for Transistor. You know, whatever you want to do, there's something for that thing. That's just like a, you know, five minutes you're in, configure a little bit, and then you basically have your side project. You just have to go market it and get people to use it. It's magical. It's the, the way the web was. I mean, I remember back. I remember back in the day, you know, that like building a website, you know, in the, in the late nineties, early two thousands, early aughts, it was easy to spin up a website for the most part, and that was the, the a great feeling and democratization of the web and all that. But it's nothing like it is today. I mean, today, literally, you have an idea. You're like, ah, let me just like let me throw five bucks for the month at it. Like, that's like no startup call. It's like, all right, I won't go to Starbucks today and I'll be, right. and I can play with something yeah. for a month. Exactly. Or sometimes it's even, sometimes it's a month free. Then you can still go get your Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of freemium, right? I mean, mm -hmm. MailChimp was one of those big pioneers where it was like, hey, here's your email marketing tool. 
completely for free up to your first 1000 subscribers which, which is a lot of people yeah. never reach or they clean their list and you know try to to stay under that threshold but um you know we have tools like canva which is you know ubiquitous we have gmail we have all sorts of free tools at our disposal as well it's, it's amazing and you have to remember when you're when it's free you're you're the product i mean they're definitely you know but is that necessarily i love your opinion on this is that necessarily a bad thing i always see that when you're the product the ads are really good <laughs> like instagram you're the clear of the product but I would much rather have relevant ads that get me to buy something that I actually want than some crap that is like, this has nothing to do with me. Yeah, I think that's um, that's largely true for a lot of um, things that we use, startups, companies, but it's not entirely true. Because um, mm -hmm. you look at a MailChimp or a Canva, and if you're a free user, you're a free user. You're not a product. They're not selling your data, I don't think. They're not, um, <laughs> they're not showing you ads uh you know unless it's for like a paid version of that product mm -hmm. uh and so the freemium business model is basically just like a, a land grab where you go and mm -hmm. you get into all sorts of people's accounts and then you have this slow trickle of people who eventually reach some sort of threshold that now they feel the need to upgrade to a paid plan um, but of course like you know if, if you're a, a social media site then yeah your users are your product and you show ads to those users and that's how you monetize the platform um, but it's the same as, you know, uh, with Swipe Files, even I have a newsletter, I have a podcast, and I sell ad spots um, mm -hmm. to get exposure to that audience. That doesn't mean that those people are the product necessarily. Um, they, no, exactly. they are, but, you know, it's not. The more a, the target, the more thing. the target, the more the target of the ad. Yeah. And it's something I feel like with, I mean, Facebook is kind of iffy that way, but like Instagram's part. I feel like we're the target of the ads and when they're hence targeted ads. And I feel like give me those ads. I'll take those. I'm getting I'm getting to play with your platform and share stuff. But oh, that wallet is really cool. Now how they find out that I need a wallet is really creepy and I haven't figured that out. Cause I know and nowhere do I search for wallet before I they start showing me ads for it. I swear my 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 phone's listening to me. Right. Yeah. And that's where the problems come in with the whole, you know, the users of the product and now it's just, you know, they're they're incentivized to get more and more data that they can use for advertisers and or sell to other people in some sort of scandalous way. Mm -hmm. But but all right. So right now you're in phase two of your journey, which is, you know, Savvy Cal and um, and Swipe Files. And I, I know you're you're tinkering here and there. You're always tinkering with something. You know, and that's what I love about you, Corey. You're always like. Hey guys, and you use your and you actually dog food your own community. It's not like you build this community for other people. You use it for yourself. You're like, hey guys, I'm trying to figure out the byline or not the byline, the the, the CTA for for, for Savvy Cow. Mm -hmm. Here's the four you have. I'm I've come up with. What do you guys think? And I love that you know you're the creator, you're the curator, you're the owner of Swipe Files, but you're also like you're like you're the hair club for men. I'm not just a though the president. I'm a client. Like you, you use right. your community, which is lovely. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. That's something that I try to do is um, just be a participant, right, and be mm -hmm. one of the main, uh, you know, value drivers, and also just use the thing that in the way that um, I want other people to use it as well, right? Because I see all this value in what I've created, and I have this dream and vision for, you know, how I can uh, imagine people to use this this thing that I put together. 
But if I'm not taking advantage of that, then I'm also, you know, selling myself short, right? I'm not taking mm -hmm. full advantage of it. I'm not realizing its own potential for, for my own use. And so um, it's a great privilege for myself to have, you know, once you create something that you then go use. And that's also like the kind of ethos and philosophy for how I start a lot of things is I just build for myself and I say, I want this thing to exist in the world and then go figure out a cheap, easy, fast way to make that thing happen. And then if other people happen to like it and want it also, then we can turn it into business. If not, then it's a side project or it gets kind of demoted into my own little tool or something that's um, that's free, maybe. And maybe not free where the people are, the products, but free just for free sake, right? Yeah. Uh, just for goodwill's sake. That's awesome. And and like I'm so – I only actually remember. It's been, I've been in Swipe Files the community for a while. I don't know how – I think actually, yeah, I, I, you know, all things lead back to Mac Madero's. I think that's where I think everything leads back to Matt. Yeah. I think that's where I found out about you is from Matt. And it's funny because if, if it's relatively within the last year and a half, every like SEO for the rest of us, you know, do you know, um, Brendan? Yeah. Though you two, the two best communities I've, I've, I'm part of that I'm actively involved in are products that have been highlighted on Matt's Matt report. So thank you, Matt. Thank you, <laughs> Matt. Kind of funny. Thank you, Matt. But so what I so you have the swipe file community, which I've always find is the, the more valuable thing than than the site. Nothing personal. But like, yeah, you know, I, I love swipe file. But I think I've looked at it three times since I've been there. I keep forgetting to go back to look at the main site because the community is just so rich, mm -hmm. full of stuff. But what what's your plan for that? The swipe file site itself, separate from the community. Like, what's your plan for that? Yeah, that's a good question because um, originally, you know, these big audacious plans for the site to turn it into this, you know, massive hub and resource and was cranking out all these uh, articles and curating the swipe file and writing these teardowns as well. And um, everything changes, evolves. I think that's one of the, the big lessons of uh, entrepreneurship is just, you know, every every day looks a bit different and your, your dream and vision needs to just, you know, keep iterating and pivoting and figuring out, like I said, what people want. Uh, but also what you want to create. And that's one of the, mm -hmm. the hard balances to make is you want to make things that people want, but you want to do, you want to make those things that you enjoy making, right? You mm -hmm. don't want to just like slave away at something for the sake of making that money. Cause otherwise you feel like a sellout. You want to make things that are, uh, that are fulfilling in some way creatively or, or valuable or, or that you just enjoy making inherently. And so mm -hmm. for me, um, what I'm moving towards a little bit more is, yeah, focus on the community, but also uh, bringing the content into the community instead of outside of the community onto the site. Because originally I was planning on having basically the, the community embedded into the site. It was a little wow. bit difficult technically to pull off and it was just kind of like awkward and clunky. And so I decided, never mind, I'm just going to put it on a subdomain. It's going to live over here. I'll drive people there to get it. But now, you know, I have, I have two places to push people to, which is to the main site and then to the community. So instead of pushing people to the main site, why don't I just, you know, push everyone into the community into one place and have the content live mm -hmm. there as well. So that's where now that, I'm pushing yeah. all of the, the courses, you know, new content, new formats of things that I'll be doing regularly uh, so, so that it's less, uh, it's less burden for the members and the, the community participants, but mm -hmm. also it's a centralized place, right? And that mm -hmm. always makes people's lives easier. If it's just a click on one place, it's here. 
I can, you know, naturally kind of organically stumble upon this thing or find it or search mm -hmm. for it. And um, the user experience is hopefully a little bit better. That's awesome. And so you also have a great podcast, you know, and yet in the way I found it, I, you know, I found it, so you talked about it. You know, we talked about it on the, when you were on Digital Marketing Dive. It's called Everything is Marketing. And the best way to find it is like Corey Haynes, Everything is Marketing. I think it's, you know, one of those broader terms. But um, I'll, put it, I'll put it up on the screen here so people can check it out. And um, tell us a little bit about that. Like, well, I mean, I know, like, you like to do a bunch of different things. What's your goal with the podcast? Like, other than talk about marketing, obviously. <laughs> The podcast is definitely one of those uh, like inherently fulfilling things that I like to do. I love podcasting. I've always been a huge podcast fan and avid listener and, uh, and consumer. I probably go through you know at least two hours of podcasts a day personally. Well, and so um, yeah. one of those things where I just wanted this to exist. The the sort of like premise and angle is to explore marketing from a pretty broad uh, worldview and lens. So it's not just the SaaS marketing podcast. It's not just the you know e-commerce email podcast, but it's everything is marketing. So you sort of take all these ideas from different industries, and that way you can remix them and apply them to your own industry, whether that's SaaS or not. That's sort of like the the, the focus for me going forward is you know how can everything apply to to SaaS. Um, but the the hard part about marketing is that you can see what everyone else is doing, right? You can see the blog posts mm -hmm. they publish. You can see the podcast they put out. You know, you can read their website and you can sign up for their product and see all their emails. And so what happens is that you look to other people in the industry or even to other competitors as sort of the source of truth of here's what everyone else is doing. This is what we should do as well. And it creates this echo chamber where then everyone's doing the same thing. Everyone sounds the same. And there's really no differentiating point, uh, even to a marketing perspective of you don't sound or come off, mm. present yourself any differently, which is a huge problem. And so the only way to get out of that echo chamber is to literally, you know, walk out of the cave and go explore mm -hmm. different caves and go explore other chambers. So you have to go, you know, learn from uh, from affiliate marketers. You have to go learn from, you know, e-commerce uh, paid ad managers, uh, media buyers. You have to go learn from agencies. Mm -hmm. You have to go have this really broad exploration so that you can be more creative in your own industry and be sort of the, the pioneer and the innovator in your space. Um, and it. hopefully everything is marketing is sort of one of those resources that allows people to broaden their perspective and and learn to think more creatively. Oh, that's brilliant. And so obviously people can find you over at, I'll put this up now. I, I had this all prepared here. So um, you, so <laughs> well you can check you out at Corey Haynes. It's Corey with an E between C-O-R-E-Y Haynes.co. Number of time I type Corey, like Corey Miller over at you know, Post Status. I always misspell it because I spell it your way now. So you, you, I'm biased, apparently. So <laughs> I'm the default. Oh, you're the great. default in my brain. So there you go. And swipefiles.com, which is a, it was a very big coup d'etat because you started out off with swipefiles.co. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you announced, I got the com. I got yeah. the com. And so everyone's while I'll still type in CO. I'm like, nope, over here, over here. Yeah. Well, I mean, even just yesterday, I was going through uh, the newsletter. And I keep finding .co places <laughs> still. I'm like, how is this? You know, it, there's just so many places you don't even know that you use your link. And I found it on like a button on my website for one page in particular where it still had, you know, it's basically like a redirect link, but it was still the .co, which is fine. And not, there's yeah, nothing wrong with it. You could redirect to the no, .com, just, but yeah. Yeah, it's but still. it's just crazy that there's still that link over there. 
That's right. Um, yeah, that's right. That's awesome. And, and, um, so this is great. I'm glad that you came on again because it's, you know, it's always nice to chat with you. And, you know, it's kind of nice to talk to someone who is less high strung than me. <laughs> so this kind of calms me down, which is nice. And some of the shows when I have someone else who's as high strung as me, it's like, whoa, this is going rapid fire. Oh my God. Oh my God. So this, is, this has been great. I want everyone, if everyone would be, would be so kind as to review the pod, our podcast, Entrepreneurs Enigma, on the director of your choice, you know, Podchaser is a great one. We would love that. And if you want to subscribe to the show, go over to um, entrepreneursenigma.com, which, you know, is a redirect. Brings you over to the Ghost of Media website. I consolidated everything. Talk a lot about a lot of um, 301s I had to do. That was a nightmare. But now it's consolidated and it works. So, And, Corey, this has been fantastic. Keep up the good work. Keep going with Swipe Files. Even when you make it big and you win the lottery or you're, you're in this big hot shot, don't, don't forget us little people, all right? Never, never. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. It's fun. Awesome, buddy. That was a great show. Hey, if you're enjoying Entrepreneur's Enigma, please give us a review on the podcast directory of your choice. We're on all of them. And these reviews really help others find the show. Also, if you're getting value from the show and want to buy me a coffee, go to the show notes and click on the link to help me stay awake while I bring you more great episodes to your ears. That's in the show notes, and I look forward to the next episode. Take care, guys. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.